Oh, hell yes. That's right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm doing this again. For what reason? I really don't know. I don't even know how long it's been. There's been so much going on throughout this past summer, this past spring semester, even this semester, why I haven't been able to do anything as far as recording this. But I'm not going to worry about it now. All that matters is that I feel comfortable enough. I feel like I'm in a place where I can actually do the things that I want to do and not have any worries about something else happening, something that's going wrong, or all that other stuff. And there's just been so much news going on and so much controversy that I want to talk about in a variety of different genres. Now, um, I'm not really going to, I'm not going to do an update because that would take an hour and a half minimum. Not going to do that. If it's requested, then I'll do it. If it's not, I'm not going to worry about it. So, um, the only update that I'm going to give is that I am going to kind of switch up the format a little bit. So, from now on, what I'm going to do with this is this is going to go back to weekly, and there will be two, count them, two podcast a week now one is going to be you know like kind of the main one quote unquote um and i'm going to be switching more to gaming news not not really esports but like just gaming news like with companies games controversies in the gaming world that kind of stuff not necessarily esports gaming because Gaming is easier to do because it's easier for me to connect gaming, like things that happen in the gaming world to the things that I like to talk about normally, like what I have been doing in the past. When I take a certain situation and relate it to like real life stuff and bring in other worldly elements to it, it's easier to do that with gaming news than esports news, so that makes any sense, right? Um... Now, upload date, I don't know 100% for certain. I kind of want to say either, I mean, I don't know, some point during the week. I'm not 100% sure yet. Whenever this goes up, it probably won't be a final, like, set upload schedule just because I want this to get out as fast as possible. Um... But second thing, the other podcast that I'll be doing is going to be more about sports and covering sports. I wanted to do a sports type podcast because I like talking about sports. 
mainly football and basketball because those are the sports I know the most about. Um, but you know, for right now, just going to be focusing on football for the most part. Um, the NBA season has started, so you know I will throw in some NBA in there when I have time to watch it, and I and then I feel like covering stuff or like you know any important news or whatever happens in the NBA world, I'll put it in that podcast. But for the sports podcast is mainly going to be, like I said, about football, and it's going to be, you know, the whole. It's going to be called Hall of Fame Sports Ball, essentially the sports ball version of the podcast, quote unquote, because the term sports ball is just funny as hell to me. But yeah, those will definitely be going up on Tuesdays, one hundred percent after the Monday Night Football game. Um, you know, that week would have been concluded, and I will talk about everything that happens that's relevant anyway. The stuff that happened from the past week in the NFL, what's happening, trends, news, all that stuff. And then I pick, you know, top five teams, winners and losers, pick games for the next week, that kind of stuff. And just kind of give my thoughts on sports ball things. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, but as far as today. Today is just going to be one. And for this week it's just going to be one. I will start this next week with sports ball. Going over I believe it's week 8 or 9. Of the NFL season. Whatever week it is. Something like that. I think it's, I think it's week 8. This coming week is going to be week 8. So I'll go over everything that's important from week 8. Go over what it is going to happen in week 9. That kind of stuff. And that will also include college football. Just just appeared in my mind. That will also include college football. Because college football is my favorite sport. It's so good in so many ways. It's so much better than NFL in so many ways. But that's past the point. So... Catch Hall of Fame Sports Ball every Tuesday. Don't know what time yet. Probably like midday, so like probably noon. So expect noon. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the updates. But now we're going to get into today. And today I want to talk about Hong Kong and the NBA. I'm not going to talk about Blitzchung and Hearthstone and all that stuff because honestly the NBA is a lot shorter to cover and is a lot more interesting in my opinion because the stakes are a lot higher with the stuff that's happening with the NBA Hong Kong and China as opposed to Blitzchung, Blizzard, and Hong Kong and all that stuff. Um... Again, if it's requested, I can talk about the Butch Jung, Hearthstone, Hong Kong BS. But for this episode, I'm going to be talking about LeBron James and the NBA and Hong Kong and Daryl Morey and what he said. So without further ado, let's get back into it. My name is True. Welcome to the show. The show is called The Hall of Fame Podcast. 
And this is a show where now I just talk about well, this version anyway is going to be about stuff that I want to talk about, mainly gaming news. But for this one, because it's the turn, I'm going to talk about whatever I want. And whatever I want in this particular case is Hong Kong. So, you know, hopefully it won't be too long because, again, it shouldn't take me that long to explain what's going on and how I feel about it. But... You know, there's a lot of deep things, quote-unquote, you know, deep, deep topics and stuff that comes with dealing with, you know, multi-billion dollar companies and all that shit. So, shouldn't be that long, but you never know. I talk a lot sometimes. But, uh, anyway, without further ado, let's get into Hong Kong. Alright, so for those of you who don't know about the whole Hong Kong-China thing, essentially, there was a bill proposed by the Hong Kong government, or Chinese government, one or two, I can't remember exactly who proposed the bill, um, but it's, but basically it gives the right um, for Hong Kong, the government, to send criminals over to China to receive their punishments. Something around those lines. It's somewhere around that. Like it, like it allows Hong Kong prisoners or criminals to be sent to China uh, to be expedited or like, you know, whatever. And yeah, that kind of stuff. Instead of facing punishment in their country where they are a democratic society. And Hong Kong, the people that live there, they they see it as an opportunity for China to kind of gain control of them because they feel like if they get access to the prisoners, it won't stop with the prisoners. China will want control over the entire country of Hong Kong. And China is an authoritarian government. Hong Kong is a democracy, democratic government. They don't want that. They want their freedom. Makes sense. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure how long it's been going on. I know I've heard about it. The first time I heard about it was about maybe a year ago. Something like that. That's the first time that I heard about it. Like maybe around a year ago or earlier this year. Some something like that. Um, I just know like it probably hasn't been more than a year since I've heard about it. That's that's about all I know. Um, and you know like. If you live in America, chances are, no matter who you are, no matter what political side you're on, you're going to lead towards people being able to speak how they want and being able to be words and feel free to be able to express their emotions without, you know, getting punished for it, whether that be financially, physically, you know, whatever, and, um, there's been a couple situations now that have happened back-to-back that has really drawn attention to the situation. One of them, which I mentioned earlier, is the whole Butch Chung Hearthstone thing and Blizzard, um, that, and they happened at the exact same time, like, literally a day apart. 
is when that happens, because I'm pretty sure everyone has known for a while that uh, that Hong Kong, Hong Kong and China have been going through this, through this battle, over this bill. It's been going on for a minute, but, you know, because it's been so standstill that people have kind of just forgot about it, for real, like the, the common public, at least in America, have forgotten about it. But now it's resurfaced with these two events, um, with the second one being this NBA situation and uh, LeBron James. Uh, so for those of you who do not watch sports ball, the basketball version of sports ball, uh, the NBA season at that point was in its preseason. Now, now the season has started, started uh, last night. So at that point, they were still going through preseason games and the NBA has been trying to expand their game globally for so many years now. Um, and they've been playing their preseason games in China. Um, LeBron James, who is a member of the Los Angeles Lakers, they were in China to play a preseason game against the Brooklyn Nets for this particular game here on this week. And... Um, a bunch of a bunch of other NBA teams were over there, like the Houston Rockets, like I said earlier, the Brooklyn Nets. They were over there. Um, I think like Portland, um, Portland, like Phoenix were over there too. You know, just like like probably at least a third of the league. So, sorry, I had something come up on my phone. Um. At least a third of the league was in China for this particular week. And Daryl Morey, the, who, if you don't know who he is, he is the GM of the Houston Rockets. He tweeted out, um, I believe on October 4th, like stand for freedom, stand with Hong Kong, something like that. It wasn't a long tweet. It was like six words. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was... Stand with Hong Kong, stand for freedom, liberate Hong Kong, stand for freedom, something around that. Um, and that got everyone, not everyone, that got China, China was pissed off at that statement. Um, and because China was pissed at it, they got mad at the NBA and started canceling everything. They're canceling the preseason games. They weren't going to air uh, regular season games when the season started in China and everything. And, and, and just kind of tried to cut off ties with the NBA as soon as they made that tweet. Which, you know, it's very interesting. Because, like, if you're the Chinese government, I get that, like, China's always been sensitive to, like, everything... Everyone knows that, but if you're the Chinese government, or, like, if you're the one running who runs the basketball stuff in China, like, you have to know the situation that you're in right now with Hong Kong, and you know that you're working with Americans, you know what their values are. You know that most people in America, if not all people in America, disagree with what you're trying to do to Hong Kong. And it's one of those things where 
you know good and damn well that people are going to speak out about what you're doing. Now, I get the fact that we, that like, not we, because I wasn't there, but you know, the NBA, they were in China and everything. So, like, NBA players are over there in their country. So, you know, if you're in their country, follow the rules, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, again, uh, the, a saying that I've, there's a couple of sayings that I've heard a lot before to this situation. One of them is America and China, because there's so many companies that do business with China, like American companies that do business with China, because the money is just through the roof. I've looked, I've looked it up. I've seen it. The money is ridiculous. Um, and again, like that's because the Chinese, the Chinese government they control everything, so like they have all the money. Um, and because their population is so dense, there's so many people that they all have. There's going to be interest somewhere to do something if you're an American company, but China, because there's so many people there. There's never going to be. And not, there's never not going to be an opportunity for you to make profit by doing business with China. I get it. It makes sense. That's why a lot of companies do it. But, again, you just have to know who you're working with and who you're dealing with and what kind of people Americans are um, with our culture because... We live in a culture where social media, you can just get out your opinion in literally a second. And it's out there for everyone to dissect. That's something that you have to be cognizant of. Now, um, with the whole China getting mad about Darren Mori tweeting out Stand with Hong Kong, the... Commissioner of the NBA, his name is Adam Silver. Um, he is a guy that has probably been the best commissioner in sports for as long as he's been commissioner, essentially. Um, for those of you who, again, don't pay attention to sports. Um, so he came out with a statement. He came out with a couple of statements. But the first one, the first statement he came out with was siding with China, trying to protect the business part of it. Which, you know, I get it. It makes sense. You have billions of dollars in of business in China. You're not trying to ruin that with a 6-4 tweet. I understand that. Um, but... Again, as, as as I'll probably be saying a lot, there's more ways to protect your business and not piss off everyone and make it seem like you're just taking it up a butt to China because you have a billion dollars, more than a billion dollars of business worth with them, and they got pissed about something that I mean that an American person that works for your company said, like. And he and he did correct the statement. He went back like a day or two later, and and pretty much said that um, while I 
while Daryl Morey doesn't reflect the NBA or the Houston Rockets, I'm not going to apologize for him making the statement because he has the right to make that statement. That's what he should have said the first time when he originally spoke. That's what he should have said the first time. Because I'm pretty sure saying that, you know, because Daryl Morey did that on his own accord. Like, sure, everyone knows he's the GM and everything in his, in his, in his Twitter handle, but Daryl Moore did that on his own as an American citizen, not as the GM of the Houston Rockets, not as a member of the NBA. Like, he did that on his own accord. So, again, if you come out and say that while he doesn't reflect the NBA or the Houston Rockets, that's him as a person, I'm not going to apologize for our country's values. He did say that, and he redeemed himself in the public eye, and now everyone's saying that he's handled the situation with grace. Um, then we get to LeBron. <laughs> oh, boy, LeBron. Um, so, he got asked, I don't know if this question was asked to him while he was in China, or when he left China, I don't remember. I don't even care. It doesn't matter where he was. Uh, LeBron was asked by a reporter how he felt about the whole Daryl Moore situation. And, um, oh boy, here we go. Uh, and this is the quotes of what he said about Daryl Morey uh, tweeting about uh, tweeting in support of Hong Kong. And I quote, I don't want to get into a verbal feud with Daryl Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on the situation at hand, and he spoke, James said. And he continued on to say, and, and I quote, and so many people could have been harmed, not only financially, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So just be careful what we tweet and say and we do. Even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be a lot of negative that comes to that, too. End quote. Now, there is a lot wrong with this quote, and the public let him know that there is a lot wrong with what he just said. Now, again, for people who don't know a whole lot about LeBron James, um, he is one of the best, he's one of the top basketball players in the world. He's one of the best of all time. He is popular worldwide. He has a lot of business interests. He has like he does a lot of work for the community as far as like charity work, all that stuff. I'm pretty sure he, like I think he has his own nonprofit. I think um, he has his own show, like, his own, like, his own talk show, essentially, uh, he has, like, a billion dollar deal with Nike, like, a billion dollars a year from Nike, some, something like that, he himself has business in China, like, separate from the NBA, he has business in China on his own, that's probably worth at least half a million, probably more of just him doing business in China, the company that he works for, being the NBA, has a billion dollars invested into China, as far as like business goes, and everything. So, 
the risk of him losing that business because Nike also has business in China. Like every company that LeBron is associated with has business in China, including him. So if he were to say something that condemned China for what they're doing to Hong Kong, that business could just go in a snap of a finger. It could just be deleted from his life and he would lose a crap ton of money, even though it wouldn't really matter because he already has a crap ton of money. But, you know, like, you never want to lose money, no matter who you are. No matter how much money you make, no matter what your status is, you never want to lose money. I get that. But the backlash in this statement, at least from my opinion, comes from him calling Daryl Morey uneducated about the subject at hand. And um, it's not in this article, but he also said that he was misinformed um, and selfish about making that tweet while NBA players were in China. Now, that like, for me, he deserves the backlash that he got because if you know anything about LeBron, you know that he is a massive supporter of um, social justice. He, you know, like, against police brutality, wants, you know, people to be treated equally and fairly and all that, and all that stuff, you know? And most people are with him on that. Um, and he has spoken out in the past against social injustice, when it came to police brutality, when it came to Colin Kaepernick and him kneeling in the league and all that stuff. Like, he spoke out about that. Because that's something that most people can agree on, and there's not really any risk of him saying that, especially because he's in the U.S. There's not, like, and, and again, it doesn't have to do with the sport of basketball. So, the risk of him saying something like, I support social justice... And I want people to be treated equally and fairly in America when it has nothing to do with your business. The risk is very, very low, if any. Like, it takes no kind of courage or balls to say something when you are going to be the first NBA player to become, not the first, but like the second, to become a billionaire. While you're still playing. And it has something to do with your sport. Or your business. You know. Like. You can say. You you can say whatever the hell you want. And nothing's going to happen to you. The people that gave him the backlash. That that spoke out against him. What they are pissed at him about. Is the fact that. when When it comes to. China. And him having business in China. The NBA having business in China and wanting to protect both those business interests, he then decides when someone comes out and speaks for social, like speaks for social justice for Hong Kong, justice for Hong Kong, freedom for Hong Kong, that because if he messes up in any kind of way and that business can just go away in a snap and he will lose a crap ton of money over it. That that is when he decides that he wants to play company man. 
that's what people have a problem with, and I definitely have a problem with that as well, and it makes sense. You know, the definition of that is called selling out. That's like, that is the textbook definition of sellout. That doesn't make LeBron a sellout. Like, that doesn't make him as a person a sellout. It just makes that action of him protecting his money selling out. Because you had, you have a chance to speak out like you have on so many other occasions about social injustice. And the moment it can affect you, you choose to play company men. Now, something, something that I've seen watching sports shows and all that stuff, a point that I see and that I've heard a lot is what's wrong with protecting you, like your business interests and your company that you work for, your business interests. Nothing inherently is wrong with that. And I totally understand why people would condemn Daryl Morey and applaud LeBron James for saying what he said. Simply because of the fact that he's just protecting his company and his business interests. And if you had a billion dollars on the line, you'd probably do the same thing. But the point of, if I was in that position, I'd do the same thing. That point doesn't matter because I'm not in that position. It doesn't, and even then... You know, like, you don't know what you're going to do until you're in that moment. Like, you don't know what amount is going to risk, like, how much money you were risking by saying something until you're in that moment and you know what you're going to risk. Some people might just do it anyway. Some people will act like LeBron and say what he said. Now, I wouldn't have as big of a problem with what LeBron said if it wasn't for how he said it. Because, again, like I said with Adam Silver earlier in his original statement, there are there is more than one way to say that you don't necessarily agree with what Daryl Morey said and support your business interests with China at the same time. Because, again, he said that he, like, like he called Daryl Morey misinformed and uneducated about the situation, about him tweeting, stand for freedom, essentially. Daryl Morty tweeted, stand for freedom, and LeBron called him selfish, uneducated, and misinformed. That is my problem with what he said. Because if anybody in this particular instance is uneducated and misinformed about the subject, it will be LeBron in this instance, because you can't tell, you can't say that Daryl Morey is uneducated and misinformed about the situation, just simply because you don't like the timing of it. And speaking about the timing, I'll go ahead and get to what he said afterwards. Um, a couple of days after his initial statement, LeBron, like I said, he got the backlash for what he said, as, as he deserves. And um, on October 14th, he tweeted um, in defense about a situation. And I quote, let me clear up the confusion. I do not believe there was any consideration for the consequences and ramifications of the tweet. I'm not discussing the substance. Others can talk about that. My team and this league just went through a difficult week. 
I think people need to understand what a tweets or statements can do to others. And I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Could have waited a week to send it, end quote. That's his defense, and that pissed off people too. Again, it makes sense <laughs> why people got pissed off at it. Because again, it's like you're bending the knee to China simply because you have a ton of money there. Which I get it, you know, money is money. Everyone, like, you can never have enough money. I get that. But to the regular American public, you're bending the knee to China and you're not supporting human rights and the right to free speech. That is all like all for the sake of China because they got mad about a tweet. And it's it's a very messy situation because again just because you don't like the timing of it doesn't make someone uneducated and misinformed about saying it. And in response to LeBron James, um, again, a lot of a lot of people that are defending LeBron James for what he said, and and people that don't understand why he's getting the backlash that he's getting, he wouldn't have gotten as much or if any backlash if he didn't insult Daryl Morey while doing it while doing it. Like he didn't have to call him miseducated and misinformed about the subject when clearly he wasn't and he clearly wasn't selfish either because he was thinking about the people in Hong Kong and what they're going through. The only thing you had to say was I don't agree with the timing of it, but I support freedom or stand for Hong Kong. But I don't support like while like while I don't support the timing of his tweets because we're in China, and you know the Chinese government they can like they can kind of do as they please, essentially to people that they don't like, and things that they don't like they can you know harm dispose of them or whatever while they're in China and you have a n- number of NBA teams that are in China for a week, you know. That stuff can be dangerous, and Daramore didn't think about what could have happened if China, the Chinese government would have acted on what he said and done harm to the NBA players that were in China at the time. That's on Daramore, and he apologized for that as soon as he got like as, as soon as he got caught out on it, he apologized for it. That doesn't make him misinformed. That doesn't make him uneducated about the situation. That That is just the right tweet at the wrong time. That is something completely different from what LeBron was making it seem like Daramore actually was. And that just adds to the fact that he was protecting his own business interests. And, you know, again, bending the knee to China just because they got offended about them doing something that is, in Americans' eyes, morally wrong. From a, for a number of reasons. So, it just, it doesn't make... It doesn't make LeBron look good when you call out someone in the wrong context. And you're selling, and you're selling out at the same time. Like, he did both. 
Like, if he would have said, like, like I said earlier, if he would have said something to the effect of, while I don't stand, um, well, like, while I don't agree with the timing of what Daryl Morey said, I agree with the substance of the tweet, and that I believe in freedom, and I believe that people should be free. If he would have said, that's, this isn't a topic, <laughs> I'm probably talking about Butch Tongue right now, if LeBron doesn't say that. But no, he calls him un- uninformed and miseducated, and then is surprised when he gets the backlash for it. And, you know, people trying to defend LeBron James, you kind of can't in this situation. Like, you can say that it's not fair that... Like the way that the way that he's getting judged isn't fair. You can say that. Just because it's not fair doesn't mean that. Like, well, let me see. I'm trying to forget the right words to say. Just because it might not be fair doesn't mean that it's not valid. I think that's the best way I can put it. Because. Daryl Morey didn't slam China. Now, if Daryl Morey, if Daryl Morey would have slammed China, like directly insulted China in the tweets, and saying like China, like China is a terrible country or whatever, or like other government is terrible for what they're doing to Hong Kong and their people, if you would have tweeted or something like that, LeBron James has a point. He has a point. But no, the the only thing Daryl Morey said was stand for freedom. Staying with Hong Kong. That is the only thing he said. There is a difference between standing up for something and tearing something else down. Or tearing the opposite down. If that makes any sense. Like, there's beef between Hong Kong and China right now. I can stand for Hong Kong and not slam China. And that's what Daramori did. He didn't slam China, but China still got pissed off because Hong Kong is directly who they're affecting in the negative way. And they got mad about it because they're just sensitive to everything. And they've always been that way. For example, um, let's say that like police brutality happens. An unarmed black man, or like, or unarmed anybody, for that matter, like anybody that is unarmed and get like, like unarmed poses no resistance, and they get shot by a cop, right? I can say, like, I can tweet out, for example, justice for this person, and that be the end of the tweet. Me saying justice for whoever got shot wrongfully by the cops doesn't directly slam the cops in a negative light because I didn't say fuck the police or fuck 12. It's not what I said. I said justice for this person. I didn't, like, I said nothing about the situation having to do with the circumstances of how the person got shot. I just said justice for this person. Daryl Maureen said justice for this country. He didn't say fuck China. He said justice for Hong Kong. There's there's a difference. You know, like... If you can't really understand what I'm saying, then I... I don't know. I, I can't help you. 
I don't know what to do for you. If, if you can't, if you can't understand that there is a clear difference between standing up for something and slamming something else, because like you can do both. Like you can say, like Jeremy could have said, like not these exact words, but fuck China, liberate Hong Kong. He could have said that, and that would have been terrible. Because because he would have slammed China and stood up for Hong Kong while NBA players were in China, putting them at risk. But because he didn't directly insult China, nothing should have happened. And, you know, leading, like, the weeks leading after this statement and everything, and all the controversy happened with LeBron and all that stuff, China wanted uh, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, to fire or discipline Daryl Morium. And Adam Silver said no. Was crap, by the way. But Adam Silver said, no, I'm not going to discipline someone for using their right of free speech. Just, like, again, like just, like, just because you don't like it doesn't mean I have to discipline them for it, because that's like, that is our country's values. Like, I'm not going to punish someone for acting on their values just because they're not their values. And that is something that even happens in America today. Like, like when it comes to individual people. Like, people will have arguments and everything trying to knock someone else down just because they don't believe in their values. Like, religion, for example. Just because someone doesn't believe in God doesn't make them a lesser person in the eyes of someone that does believe in God. And if, and, but, people think, but people think that way just because society has led people to believe that those who don't believe in this, therefore, are less. When it should be, it doesn't matter what the fuck you believe in. Your actions show who is up and who is down. But that's not the way it works, and that's and that's how it's, and it never has worked like that. And I don't know if it will ever. <laughs> I don't know that, but. That's just that. That's just how. That's just how it's been. Um. And I mean, LeBron is as great as a person if he is. He messed up here, and you know, because it's all about the risk involved. Again, we were talking about social injustice and speaking out against it, and condemning police brutality and other forms of social justice and all that stuff. There is no risk in saying that. There is a risk in taking a stand against China while you're in their country. And you have hundreds of millions of dollars on the line in what you say. And he didn't do it. And therefore, people look at him differently. Now, when he's sad about stuff, people are going to look at him differently. Because people are going to know that, well, there's not as much risk involved. So, therefore, what he's saying is hollow. People are going to look at LeBron James' statements now when, it, when, he speaks about, when he speaks out about certain things. And it's... People are going to see as a hollow statement now. People are going to see him as a sellout. 
because when he gets back to America and he speaks out against Trump or some shit like that, like he has done in the past, he has spoken out against Trump in the past, there's not going to be any risk involved. Because it's like, everyone knows that Trump is a fucking idiot. So, like, you calling him an idiot doesn't mean anything. It literally means nothing. Because there's no, there's no risk for you. Like, you live in this country and you live by their values. There is no risk for you calling the president an idiot. But you're in China. You have business in China. The company he works for has business in China. And they're trying to take away human rights from another country. And you have a chance to stand up against it while you're in their homeland. And you don't do it because it would affect your business. It would affect your bottom line. And some people... No matter what the circumstance is, no matter what the context, some people just can't deal with it. I'm not saying I'm one of those people. I'm not saying that I'm going to look, look, look at LeBron differently now from the things that he says. I'm not going to be that mean to him, but a lot of people are, and I can't really fault them for it. Because you, you have some people that are, that will that would just see him as a sellout, and that's just it. Like, that one action, he's a sellout. And, again, it's not it's not necessarily fair, but it's also not invalid. Because the evidence is there now to say that he'll only protect his business interests. You know? Um, but, yeah, that's about it for me. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh... Not sure when this is going up, but I don't know. We'll see. But you guys have an amazing weekend and or week, whatever this is uploaded. Um, and I will see you guys next Tuesday for a Hall of Fame sports ball. I'm out.